My name is Amy Bogard. And I'm Mike the Hobbit. And we are the hosts of Deeply Upsetting, where we use our expertise to answer your most upsetting hypothetical quandaries, such as what non-wigged animal deserves wings? And what body part deserves a secret mouth? Which cryptid is the worst roommate? These questions and more that plague you will be answered on Deeply Upsetting, available anywhere you get your podcasts and at GUIPodcast.com. Views and opinions expressed on Geek Father are those of the panelists and not those of the Geeks Under the Influence Network, their affiliates, or sponsors. Listener discretion is advised. This is for the parents and not for the kitties. Geek Fire! Can you try one more time and say no. Geek Father real loud? Geek Fire way out! I just did it. And hey guys, welcome back. That's right, it's been another two weeks, so if you're ready, primed, and good to go, it's another episode of The Geek Fathers. That's right, I'm Scotty P here, and by my side, bringing all the shiny domeness as we do, <laughs> Kyle Smash. Applesauce, bitch. Applesauce, bitch. We were just talking Jay and Silent Bob, which, of course, as we do in uh, introducing all the trials and tribulations of being a geeky parent, because who better than Kevin Smith as a role model for parenting? I mean, honestly, yes. I, I, I kind of started that. His wife, his wife, Jen, just uh, celebrated her 51st birthday. Yes, she did. And she still looks great. And that's not just me trying to be like all sucking proverbial dick. Uh, as we do with the Kevin Smith, anyways. <laughs> but um, of course, that'll be that'll be the first just name drop for right. this episode. Yeah. You know, since we're 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 just starting off Jane Silent Bob mode, and Kevin Smith. Which, by but, the way, I read uh, cool. He had posted about it and said that this is a very special one because uh, his wife's uh, Jen's uh, his wife's father ha- uh, had died when he was fifty, passed away when he was fifty. So it was always a fear of hers until she passed 50, and now she's at 51, so made it extra special. Very true. I get that. I, 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 totally, I totally get it. Yeah, my dad died when he was 52 of a heart attack. So, you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I've got uh, 13 years, give or take, probably 12 and some the change. Lines are drawn in the sand based on. But what, I, I get you know? that feeling. I live in fear every day that, like, I'm going to go to sleep and not wake up, you know, like he did. Right. So when I read right. that, it just like rang true in my head. It's like, fuck, I totally feel that. <laughs> I know what you've been feeling every day after his passing until you've reached that milestone. And now you can Very almost true. let it go. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. So with that, the Geek Fathers wishes Jen Schwalbuck, the mighty powerhouse that she is, uh, which we do appreciate you, mm-hmm. plus one and everything you do, keeping Kevin in line. Uh, happy birthday to you. Yes. Uh I mean, what more can we say? I mean, this... Happy not dying day. <laughs> there you go. Happy just keep it going day, mm-hmm. really. And and if you guys couldn't tell uh, in usual fashion, we're not just going off the rails. We, we you know, as we do, we par- parlay, if you will, prior to the episode and yeah. discuss Let's, the usual stuff. A little verbal tennis, if you will. Yes. And this week, man, like it's we're... it's going to be probably diarrhea of the mouth. <laughs> I am not kidding. Like it, it sure as hell won't be like Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead. And for any true nerds out there, right? I'm a big Shakespeare <laughs> fan. So for any true nerd, great movie, Gary Oldman, watch it. But the true. verbal tennis in that, it's like... 
I feel you. I don't know if I have it in me. I mean, I'm not like I usually do. You yeah. Know? We're exhausted. Well, besides the usual parenting stuff, guys, which you know is we, we talk about we are all there in the same boat. It just feels like this week just, I don't know, man, I took an extra hit this week. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Like, well, my kids are on spring break, which, I mean, it hasn't been bad. Unfortunately, we haven't been able to do anything uh, extra special, but they went with the grandparents for a little while. Oh, man, I've been working on that one. Whew. Uh, it was weak, but I was working on it. Sorry. Uh, you know. but are going to leave that <laughs> motherfucker right in. Oh, I, we, like I said, the, the, this episode, it, title and everything, off the cuff. Yep. No fucks to give. Exactly. And, and that's, well, and, and even to keep it in, in nature, I mean, because we always do try to have at least one general subject we re- we revolve around with our episodes for the most part even though we don't we barely touch on it sometimes we, we try. try yeah we, we try. try but uh, as par- all that matters yeah but as parenting go goes along with this podcast man sometimes we're just exhausted but this is part of what we need to bring to you guys as well is sometimes we just need a little bit of the the flapping of the lips the extra of dialogue of may not mean a whole lot other than you just got to get it off your chest and and free the brain get you know defrag that memory sometimes and just get everything out there and then so you can reboot in the morning you know what i mean yeah you gotta clean so, all the all the yeah the uh, the the bullshit out all the cookies if you yeah will. oh yeah very much clearing out the cookies on this one man and and, and again uh, just to even keep it on par with what we do here, that's part of parenting, man. Uh, you know, have the grandparents take the kids. Have, you know, get that one night out, whether it's by yourself, with your partner, whatever you got to do. You, you've you got to decompress. You've got to. Sure you do. Uh, it's, especially over the past couple of years, man. It's hard to be, it sounds counterintuitive, but it, it's, it's, it's hard to enjoy being adult when you're in parent mode. Very true. So, you know, it's, or you don't, you know, you're not thinking about like, man, I'd really like to go out and do this. You're just so wrapped up in the moment of whatever it is you're doing. Yeah. That just, it it comes down to like the moment you get to actually like be an adult without your kids with you. I almost forget. Oh, dude. I go out all the time. I, I mean, I don't go all the time, but I go out when I go out. It's all the time that I'm like, I feel now I'm like awkward. Yeah. You know, I feel like, yeah. I sh- do I need to be doing something? Is there laundry? Like, is there dishes? Is there, do I need to send an email to her school? Like, it's just, whatever the right. case is. Like, what, you what's always the feel- weather going to be like for the bus stop tomorrow, right. I wonder? You, you know, all the little stuff that you're, you know, and by this time of year, because, like I said, my boys are wrapping up spring break by the time you hear this episode. Mm-hmm. Yours has already had hers. They, she actually, because she's in a different county right now, mm-hmm. um, they had theirs a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And we're essentially reaching the the last, what because what, we're in April now. We're basically in the last couple months of school before summer break. I know. And that's a whole, I mean, well, of course, we'll, we'll have our, you know, back to summer, you know, schools out episode at one point. Summer but. is not, it's not, it's not like the summer you would used to think of, you know, now it involves <laughs> like, you know, like, cause you still have to wake up every day and work, but now you right. get to do it with the kids there every day, which always makes yes. it, makes it, uh, uh, fun. 
And and fortunately, I, I've now, as I've talked about uh, a couple times, where I've crossed the precipice of my kids are self-sufficient enough to do what they can do. I don't need to do a whole lot in the morning. I can do what I need to do and then get ready for work. Mm-hmm. The occasional throw a waffle into a toaster, make sure that they're just not stabbing each other in the eye with sharp objects. There's enough there that, okay, cool. I can still shut down before I really have to, or keep, you know, stay shut down until I have to actually get up and get going for the day. Right. Uh, and fortunately, we're hitting that with summer too. And, well, I don't think I had a chance to talk about it in the last episode just because we're going to segue into every topic possible this episode. Oh, nothing sure. matters in this episode. No, absolutely not. Where the wife has a new job, great pay. Works for a great company, local company as well. And the way her hours are, not only does she get more rest, her hours are a lot more structured to where it works best for the kids. Mm -hmm. We don't have to rely on my parents as much. They still come over, basically the way it works is that they still come over a few days a week. Just because, mm-hmm. really, because you know, l- let's be honest. I'm sure gra- they love gra- grandparents are still like, I gotta have the grandkids, you know. Sure, but we, we there's, I don't want to say it's more lax, but it's less that we have to mandate. And this is where we got to be by this certain time. Besides the just the obvious shit <laughs> that needs to be done. You know what? You know, Reeve. You know when she when she was at the old job is always well. What days are she is she working? What how late is she working? What is she doing? And then going from there to be like Grandpa, Grandma, can you be here this time? Do well, this and blah blah blah. Let me ask you a question. Say you wake up in the morning, you help get the kids to school or whatever the case is, or or even if your parents come pick them up, right? Uh, the grandparents in general. You get a cup of coffee in your hand. You're, you know, let's say you got 30 minutes before school work starts or or an hour. Sure. What do you do with that hour? Uh, sleep. You sleep? These days right now, it's, it's, it's taking a nap. See, I have come to where I can't sleep. Uh, I'll, you know, I'll get up and everything's done. And then right before I start work, uh, you know, I have to put something on. Uh, usually it doesn't matter. It's got to be not like fully engaging TV show. I'm not going to sit there and watch Moon Knight, uh, which I'm going to talk about later, which is fantastic. Oh, dude, I watched episode two yeah. today. No. Um, yeah, I know. We're going to geek out on that later. <laughs> yeah, uh, very much so. Is is uh, something a little more innocuous, but that puts me into like the day or into like, I guess, the, the relevant reality <laughs> in a sense. Sure, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And that usually, has, for me, it's like Stephen Colbert. So I wake up in the morning... Um, if I haven't watched him um, or have caught up on John Oliver, those are the two I usually switch between. Fair enough. So I, I wake up in the morning and I, you know, I don't even do the interviews and stuff. Like I, I watch them, but I, I go for the uh, monologues. Oh, jo- absolutely! Especially John Oliver. Well, Man, John I Oliver, love, the whole thing is is, is that's how mono- that's how he starts. Yeah, but dude, I love John Oliver. Like mm-hmm. that man. What I, I he's comedic gold as far as I'm well concerned. he is he's extremely intelligent and yeah, well, that, yeah. Uh, what I love about it is that I could go on learn something 
uh, or he could say, here, here are specific statistics and facts, and I can go look those up and see that they match. Like, their numbers... He's proven that he's done his homework for what he yeah. talks oh, his, about. His writers are, 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 are on fucking point. He's yeah. got some seriously good, like, analysts that can that pull in, you know, structured, factual information and yep. they build their show around that. And I love that. I mean, this past week's was on um, the trucking industry, you know, which for me hits close to home. So, like, yeah. I, you know, I, you know, I was like, holy shit. Like, oh, I didn't even realize that. Yeah. Like that, oh, really? Yeah. That's, wow. <laughs> you know, it's like things like that, you know, and I get that and it gets my brain started in the morning yeah. almost. And then the coffee helps pick me up, but that's, I need something right. to stimulate my mind before sure. I just sit down at the computer and start staring at the screen for eight hours. Yeah. So that's my routine. Fair. Like, I don't, and, and I don't even know how I've gotten into it because there was for a good while, like even taking this school year because Logan goes to school, but Leland does the afternoon preschool stuff and everything. So he's with me in the morning, uh, whether my whether grandpa and grandma are there or not. So uh, with him, it, it's also keeping him like, I don't want to just say occupied, but making sure that he's getting his day started. So there are limitations that I will say we try to instill. Mm-hmm. And for that, it's it's kind of the same concept, but you've got to do it on the kid level. Like we do the, the PB. I love the PBS Kids app. Oh, man, PBS is always the shit. Well, P, I mean, PBS is always top notch. That And that, actually, ooh, PBS is something we should definitely talk about more, I think. Uh, well, yeah. I, I mean, mean we, we, we do need to bring PBS more into, into circulation with our discussions. But side note. We'll talk more PBS later. That's right. But uh, PBS kids, because but the same concept of because just because he's not in school doesn't mean he should just watch whatever. Melts granted, the brain. Yeah, dude, there are some of the shows that my kids watch that are just definitely the the typical like kids like garbage type shows. Oh, I mean, yeah. I, I you can never get away from that, right? And and there the and that's kind of why I fell into the nap mode of where. You know, because my youngest is old enough now to where he he knows how to manipulate the remote just enough mm-hmm. that he can watch something, but then he can change something or try to pick up, like, another electronic device to mess with it. And that's why I kind of started zoning out. Like, it, it may sound bad or worse than what it is, but that's where I was just like, you're occupied for now. I just need – give me that hour just to – give me a moment to – get booted back up again sure you know it's and that's where i well, any parent where, says they don't do that is more likely full of shit well that's true too i i, I, I you know yeah every parent does that especially these days you can't get away from it every kid pretty much has a phone or some some sort of version of a phone or, right or tv at yeah. their disposal but at by all no times. means is my five-year-old can be sitting there at seven o'clock in the morning eight o'clock in the morning just to read a book no not i no. As much as you wish something like that would be true. I would and cry in happiness if that dude, ever happened. And I'm sure there are some households that do. Oh, yeah. By all means. And every some household. kid about to cure cancer in 10 years. You sure. Know, that's doing that. But at the same time, it's just like, hey, I, know, I, I know what I did the parenting the first so many years and how we set up stuff in our house. And that's the way it is. And I've got to, I've, I've got to feel the repercussions right now because of trying to be like, Oh shit! This is what I did. So, you know, it's funny. Bring, it's funny how that. It's funny how that works out. And then, 
is that the things that you, the choices you make when they're younger, you don't always see how that's going to affect them. And, and because you're in the moment as a parent, you don't always have the foresight uh, to see like, oh, maybe that won't be good down the road. Like, right. which is why you generally more often you'd hope there's someone in the relationship. There's a partner, friend, brother, sister, whatever the case is that can in your ear and go think about this first. But not a lot of not everyone has that and not every parent. Both parents can think that way. You know, there's, yeah. there's a, they got to get up, they got to get them ready, they got to go but to see, work. But th- see, this is also the fun part about the younger sibling, which you you know about being the younger sibling, as do I. Sure. You give more of a shit about what your older brother or sister is doing more than what your parents are trying to do. Right. But you also, so, they also get to learn how it affects them. And hopefully true. course correct before you get there. That's that's the advantage, the, really the only advantage of being the youngest sibling of of you know more than oh how one to stay out of trouble is how to stay out of trouble for yeah. sure absolutely they talk about manipulating the system holy shit mm-hmm. they're you know f- fortunately being the younger siblings i know because see my wife is the older sibling technically out of at least not the oldest but she is not the youngest either oh so, she's, so she a middle child well technically okay Brief history on my wife with her siblings. There's four siblings. Uh huh. The two oldest ones are half siblings, so they didn't grow up together 100. percent Okay. But her and the little brother grew up 100. percent So that's why I say she's an older sibling, but not the oldest. Mm-hmm. But the other two just weren't around all the time. So technically, she is the oldest sibling. When it comes to By a lot default, of the rings, yeah. When it, to a lot of to a certain she, degree, she's yes. She's the circumstantial. It's circumstantial, but she's yes. Right. I can see that. That that that's got to be kind of a mind fuck because usually there's like you. There's a reason for these categories for these you know separations of like the youngest, middle, oldest. Yeah. And how people tend to fall right into them. Yeah. Depending on their station. Also, my wife is an introverted. Was or I should say was to some degree, as at least as more of a child, more of an introverted goody two shoes to some degree. Oh, okay. So right, that also didn't leave her a whole lot to. I mean, she she had her ways, but also there there were many, many other factors involved. So that's why I'm just I gave the short story on that yeah. one. So, but yeah, my my wife loved her to death, of course, but and and. She does her thing, but at the same time, when it came to like her and her and the the little brother, the, the little brother who's like six three, six four, by the way. Right. Um, <laughs> I understand. My, my, I get my, it. Yes. <laughs> um, where uh, it, it it was a weird dynamic in that house. Not a bad one by any means, but right. just, just just definitely not not run of the mill. So right. To say. Right. So yeah, there's there's a lot of differences in there. Sort of out of the box dynamic going on there, familiar dynamic. Absolutely, absolutely. Now, yeah, I can I can say that uh, I can say that that's definitely as the younger brother looking up at older brothers going, okay, I'm gonna copy you on this. I'm gonna take your shirt for this. I like your shirt, so I'm gonna steal it from your room. Oh like, yeah, you know, do oh, yeah. certain things like that. But in terms of like general actions, um, you definitely go, okay, I'm not gonna do that. Because I saw what happened to you. Yeah. Or if I'm going to do anything like that. I'm going to do it I'm, better and smarter. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to do it this way instead of this yeah. way to make sure I don't get caught. And Yeah. You got to make you sure know. you do this, dumbass. 
Right. Well, and the, but then there was also a, a fair share of there was plenty of that, but there was a fair share at least because you had multiple older siblings. Mm-hmm. I only had the one, so we were actually. And this this is of course at my personal one of my personal parenting fears, if you will, is when they start to um, collaborate. The, oh, the collusion yeah. that could happen. Well, that's between, probably already happening. Ooh, Oh, oh, it has even, happened. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's, but but as they get older, it yeah. just escalates. You're so. gonna have one take over for the other, you know, take a hit for the other sure. one. Sure. Yeah, I mean, you're gonna have that. Oh yeah. You know, like yeah. that's that's actually, brotherly, actually, that's familiar. L- l- lately, we've had the blame game. Oh oh. It's always the other one that does something that to cause this or that. That's what we've actually dealt with lately. Yeah. They they yeah. still collude. when it's really serious that that'll one of the other will probably like I don't. Oh no, there, there's still just enough collusion to where it's just like what's going on, but you know it's something major or some little something just different enough if they're just like well blah 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 or like my youngest doing the typical I didn't do it. I, you know, because I don't do anything wrong, you know. He, <laughs> right, he, he, yeah. you know that, and I'm just like, oh, no, 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 I know that game. I'm just a goody little two-shoes. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, yeah no, Goody uh, little two-shoes. Uh-uh, it don't work that way. <laughs> I know way too much about that game. It's funny, because, I, you know, speaking of, of brotherly love and familial love, I was, uh, I, as you walked into the house tonight, I was watching Rain Man. I've yes. seen that in so long. And of course, long. I walk in at one of the saddest parts. No, it is on that a sad movie. moment. It's the it, ending. God. And the ending's sad. It sucks. It is. It's so bad. But it's such a it's such a good movie. It is. It really, uh, really is. And I take out the uh, and I know that the autistic part of uh, sure. of um, the character of of Raymond's character played by Dustin Dustin Hoffman brilliantly. Oh, absolutely. Um, absolutely. It, it, especially for around that time, you know, it was done in 88 and so the autism and, and being autistic was a known, you know, thing, but it was still very much they didn't know. Right. Uh, so and you see it reflected in that movie, but Oh, I'm sure. But I, you know, in terms of like the brotherly love, it's it's that I didn't even know I had a brother you know, in the movie, he's, total, he's with him a total of like six days. And within those six days, he went from, you know, I didn't even know I had a brother. I can gain something to this, to that's my fucking brother. And right. I want to take care of him. I want to be with him. And and it, there's something to there's something to be said for, for that because it's, there is, a, a, you know, there is a, just a, this, I'd say unspoken, but there's a bond between family, right? Yeah. And there's a bond between, I'm sure, sisters and brother and sisters. Yeah. But a brothers, there is just, there's just, there's just a bond there that naturally occurs when you're around each other. Yeah. Uh, even if, and, and that movie was a perfect example. You could never even know you had a brother, got to spend time with, assuming the brother that you found out you have is not... Some sort of psycho, well, murdering rapist bad guy, <laughs> right? Uh, you know, or you know, just bad person all around. But just like your average person, and like, oh, we have a brother. Yeah, you know, even if it's not spoken in words, there's there's a chemistry, internal chemistry that happens that goes, oh For shit. Sure. Well, and I feel this. Just even uh, spoilers here, just in case you haven't seen Rain Man, which you should go see it regardless. Just a killer movie. Don't anyways. you ever say spoilers for a movie that's that fucking old. <laughs> well. If you haven't watched it, spoilers, you're too fucking late. It was done in 1988, so get well, your shit together. True. But the part where you learn about uh, 
which I think impacted Tom Cruise's character so much as well. The the tipping point, if you will, to if I remember the story correctly, is where he finds out about um the the bathwater being yes. burned or whatever and he's or just, almost yeah. Or like almost what? basically he was almost burned or he was scolded, but uh Yeah, it wasn't like life threatening, but it was I mean, obviously, for anybody, for hot enough water, it hurts. Yeah. And for a baby, you know, and just the the heartbreak, because you sit there and you like, and especially knowing now with how autism functions, is how much that affected Dustin Hoffman's character. But he just, you know, because... Of, but he just because couldn't show it in the he normal could, He ways, didn't know how to show it or internally, whatever. Internally, yeah. But Tom Cruise... And... Tom Cruise is a fucking nut. Let me just side note Scientology. He may be not, a nut, but not I mean, but, I, mean, he, but he I can, love his movies. God but damn it, I act. love his movies. He can act. Yeah. Uh, okay. I mean, yeah. So and just the 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 That's mod, just the, 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 the shit. The facial features that he gives when he's just finding like when shit starts to click with him in this movie was was right fucking spot on. Yeah. I mean, it, it was some good shit. I wonder how long he knew Dustin. I mean, I'd imagine the there's this, you know, like sort of like a chemistry test. And, and being as big as they were, now, I wonder if they had to sit together and, and the director had to kind of like, they basically had to build that rapport because you can't just show up on set. I mean, you probably could, and both of them are that good of an actor to right. show up on set prepared and go, hey, man, I'm sure they've met each other before in passing at premieres and stuff, but it was probably, you know, probably like a sit down, a chemistry read because it's so well done in that movie. Yeah. Well, and that was still early enough in Tom Cruise's career and obviously Dustin Hoffman being the fucking Hoffman. You know, uh, I'm not yeah. going to say the Hoff because there's only one Hoff. Yeah, there's only that, one Hoff, but he's the but, Hoffman. But he's the Hoff man. And he's the fucking man. Yeah. He really, and, he really is. And I mean, and because by this movie, he's already put in his fucking. You know, he's put in more than his due diligence in the fucking. Oh, Hollywood we could go scene. down an entire I, for sure entire, I mean, uh, list of Dustin, Dustin Hoffman movies. I mean, absolutely, he's, I don't even know how many he's done. He, but I know he hasn't been in um, one for a while. Um, but it, I mean, he still pops up and stuff. All right, we got. Uh, this is the reason why I keep Kyle around. That's right. It's not just my pretty face. No, well, that, there's a reason why we do audio. But oh, well, so, I mean, I could go down the list. But yes, uh, Tootsie, Midnight Cowboy, actually, Wag uh, the Dog. Stra- Straw Dogs was one of his, one of his earlier ones too, wasn't it? Cream, uh, the Graduate. Oh well, fucking the gra- duh, the Graduate. Hello, yeah, the Graduate, Kramer versus Kramer. Oh fuck yeah, dude. Runaway Jury, which is really good. Of course, Rain Man. Uh, I mean, he's got Hook. It's it's Dustin sure. fucking Hoffman, and, icon. No, he's, fucking icon. Yeah, he's That's, a, national, yeah, there he's we a go. national treasure. Damn yeah, right. He, yeah, he did a pretty amazing job. And I saw, watching this movie... Now, I haven't seen Rain Man in probably like 15 years. And if I did, I saw it oh, in passing on I TV. I probably will watch it soon just because I caught the end and was just like, oh my God, I haven't seen it in about that long either. There is a great fucking Easter egg. Now, I people who know, know. Most people don't. Because I'm not a, what you would call a sharer. <laughs> Uh, in general, like right. I'm not an open person like that, but right. uh, I'm a massive Eric Clapton fan. Always have been. My my one major bucket list in life is to see him play in concert, just one time. Um, Tell me how that loan goes, <laughs> <laughs> right? 
I know. I have to like become security just so I can right. stand by the stage. Like, Jesus. shoot me if you want, but just wait till after the show. Exactly. Um, is that in '86? Uh, Cruz and um, Paul Newman did Color of Money, which was essentially the re- right uh, sequel esque movie for a uh, risky uh, business. Ris- no, 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 not for um, Paul Newman's um, original uh, billiards movie. So, yeah, sorry, I was. Um, I was thinking of Tom Cruise's earlier one because he plays pool in Risky Business. He does play pool in Risky Business, but um, but with uh, with Color Money, he was a pool shark, and Paul Newman right. was teaching him the ways. Yeah, fuck. What was that like? Unofficial sequel is really the best way to put it. I mean, it really was. Like, he's done well. I mean, Paul Newman's done a billion things besides making salad dressings and such, which are delicious. That that's even true. though he's no longer with us. Right. Uh, they are absolutely delicious. But the point of that was that in Rain Man, there is a <sighs> cool... And as I get older, I see shit like this in movies now where I'm like, no fucking way. Right. Is that, you know, these Easter eggs... Easter eggs in movies are, are an old thing. Older than I thought they were. Oh, yeah. And tonight I'm watching it, and there is a video of, um, of Eric Clapton's song From Color of Money playing on the TV that Raymond is watching oh, shit. while Tom Cruise is on the phone. And it's a very brief thing, but, you know, I knew yeah. it, Fred. It's like, it's in the way that she use it, uh, you use it or whatever. And I'm hearing it on the TV, <laughs> and I'm like, holy shit, that's meta as fuck. You're literally putting the video that of the song from Color Money that came out two years prior that was a massive hit. Right. I think it got, I think it got Paul Newman and Oscar... Or an Oscar nod. I couldn't tell um, you about that type of thing. And, that, and, and they, they put it in the movie. And I just... I was just really surprised by that. Because I was not expecting that. And it made me feel like a kid figuring shit out. Um, yeah. Again. And those are... I mean, that's it's a cool feeling. So now, I want to go through some older movies that I hadn't watched a long time ago. I want to see what yeah. I'm going to find well, well, now. See, and, well, the, those Easter eggs are... And we're truly going off the rails here. Our, our nothing s- matters. Nothing okay, matters. So we're gonna. Um, don't you quote Metallica to me? Uh, <laughs> you want to know uh, how much nothing matters? The Hudsucker proxy. Keep going. Oh my god! <laughs> now, now you're just going <laughs> down. The, exactly. You're just going down the Google YouTube fucking. Oh my god! Pool. I saw that under Paul Newman. I forgot he was in that. Right. But um, shit, you made me lose thought. Mm. Okay. By oh, the way, Easter The. Uh, Keep that train of thought. The original movie for Color Money, he did The Hustler. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Anyways, Easter eggs, yes. It, it's just hit or miss on how they're done. Like, you've... Those were the early, very nerdy deep dive. Like, if if we were doing some version of this 20 years prior of, like, being other people, those are the deep dives that we would be talking about. Oh, 100%. You know, that's that's the type of shit that that's we the way we roll on GUI. You yeah, know, but so it, it's, it wasn't Geek Nation at that time. No, no, geeks definitely didn't hit their stride until <laughs> definitely later in the 90s, early 2000s, and even then it was... Oh, even then it was still taboo. I mean, yeah, at this was, point, I mean, you're, you're probably talking... Honestly, I would say probably in the late 2000s is, is where uh, it was yeah. the age of the geek. Yeah. All right, where... It truly came to be like where it became more mainstream. Is let's just say it. 
Well, yeah, because, uh, you know, most of the uh, the more powerful people uh, out in the public eye were considered geeks or nerds. It doesn't always mean you're a super genius or, or that you're going to start a, uh, a, you know, you're going to start a Facebook or a, right. something like that. Well, but. And, and it's like what I've explained to, I, I won't go go into this dive of, of this, I'll say discussions on cancel culture. <laughs> yeah. But part of what I say it relates to that is because of the abundance of information that became that has become available is what has basically helped push this to fruition. Mm-hmm. And this even at segue here is what helps us with why we teach. And show our kids so differently now. We we were mentioning earlier on the episode how each household is different. It's not just the phys- I love a physical hard copy book. Love them to death. In this day and age, though, digital is just easier and can be maintained better. Right. We go down. We go down rabbit hole. Audiobooks, baby. I love Truth. some fucking audiobooks because I can do more than one thing while listening to it, which right. actually helps me focus on it better. Like driving. If I'm driving, yeah. I'm focused on the road. I'm driving. But when I put on a uh, a podcast or uh, or I put on a digital book, uh, audiobook. Yeah, I can. Uh, it's 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 actually being absorbed better for me while I'm doing another task. Yeah, uh, because I'm taken away, so it's almost like, and I'm I'm focused on it to an extent enough to will allow that right. information to go in my brain, and I tend to enjoy it more. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say that there is nothing like cracking open a fresh book, you know, like Fuck opening right. the pages to a book you've really been wanting to read. Yeah, um, and and sometimes maybe you forced yourself, and you don't appreciate that feeling or that smell it's sort of like yeah you know you never put together your own computer or, or you, you know devices but where you get a phone and you just rip off the covering but right somebody really appreciates it, it's probably gonna appreciates well, what went into it the technology the 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 science is gonna go and just the whole thing because it's that wrapped up package they're gonna go oh yeah <laughs> As they pull I, off well, the I plastic, mean, well, I guess they could co- sound like the protective that. covering, very perverted. Oh, I'm going to sound like that. Oh yeah, and, oh, it came off so easily. All right. Well, I'm glad this is not the kitty show that people think it is sometimes. Anyways, but what's in the same aspect of? Oh, there's that other one. Whoo! Where? Sorry, little interlude there of some gas. That's right. I might fart next. We're gonna. Well, we're just gonna see what happens. Pro- proper parenting, right there. That's, is, that's right. You know, don't no. hold it in. Yeah. I'm taking you to the doctor. <laughs> right. You're gonna have problems. Jesus. No. 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 Uh, it's the same thing with video stores with like the books. Like just to go into a whole new direction on what we've been talking about tonight is that you could show your kids now. Oh, if. You know, any remaining video stores or any bookstores that are there, but is the appreciation going to be there like when we were fucking growing up? Like, we there, there's Second and Charles, say, bookstore, but there's toys, there's other stuff. It's not just that I know I've, wall-to-wall of, like, books yeah. of, like, what as I say, it's like looking through your old dead uncle's attic for shit where you actually have to, like, sift through stuff. It's in, like... 
a very loose alphabetical order of some type and but the search for it the the pages the 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 it's the, the, it's the adventure of though yeah it's experiencing what you've never experienced before you have and 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 it puts you it made you feel happy so you want to be there again that's i mean that's 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 kind of like the basic of being a kid. It's, it's, it's yeah. the experience of it all. And as you grow older, um, if you can keep some of that, um, I think it make, keeps you. I mean, it makes you a better person. I mean, the general innocence and curiosity of a child. If you can keep some of that in you, and which almost seems impossible in a world, the kind of world that we live in. But if you can, yeah, um, then hopefully it's because you either. F- you fought against the system in a way, or fought against the what's coming at you, the stimulus coming at you every day, stimuli, or <laughs> or you learned it from your parents, you know, right. in some form or fashion. You know, for me, when I take my kid to the theater, and I've probably said this a million times, and we sit in the seat, and we've gotten we got popcorn, and I've got nachos, it's got candy, and we're ready yeah. to watch this movie, and the trailers come on, and we get to the end of the movie, she's so excited, she wants to go up and like dance in front of the theater, like. That is how the experience should be. It's not what yeah. you're watching. It's not always what right. you're watching. That's that that is there. But for for me as a parent, you know, when I'm watching my kid, it's I I feel like a child through your eyes because for of this. Sure. I don't even fuck what we're watching. It was just well, the experience. And and even even though it's it's a lot further along technology wise than what it was than when we were growing up. It's like with Logan, it's the video games, man. Well, video I, games I, will I, always be there though. I mean, video games have always movies and video games have always been a thing. Right. And I think both of those tro like I parenting tropes almost in terms sure. of in terms of what we love. Yeah, um, and it's there and we we've been a little bit more gradual you know, with the movie building, because again, one of those slight differences with having multiple children, different setups in the homes, they, there's always talk about doing the movies. We just can't do them as much. Uh huh. Well, you almost don't have the time. And, By the time you do, it's time for bed. Right. Exactly. So, so that you know, it's 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 weird. It's it's trust. But trust me, adv- not that I would change anything, of course. But advantage of single kid to multiple children, you know. Trying to work stuff out because again, like both of my kids love movies. They watch movies, and oh, that brings up another uh, another great little turnaround. I'm gonna do just because we're off the fucking cuff this episode. Bring it, bitch. Um, it's harder to do movies, even though both my children would love movies, can watch movies. They they just but just to put them in one chair for so long. Yeah. Especially we're not there yet, right? We're You're not, we're not there like yet. Logan. Well, Logan and I we're t- we're already talking about a couple of the the summer movies that we may go see. Uh huh. That I'll take him to. There, there is there like, one in particular that he wants to see. Um, I know we can. Uh, Sonic. We mentioned Sonic Two. Oh, we'll earlier. talk about. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about. But there, there's. Sonic I mean, is there 2. something that truly he like? Um, is it a Marvel thing? Is he into the Marvels? He he likes them, but also uh, Jurassic uh, Jurassic World. Oh, Fallen Kingdom? Yeah, I want to see that too. It could be a good one, but more so. Oh, what? Oh, what? What we're starting to realize though is the the fall into some of the old TV shows. Okay. Um, we've <laughs> we've started Malcolm in the Middle. Well, that's an interesting one to start with, right? But see how our family isn't is. 
is is not be lucky. But 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 <laughs> it's it's close. <laughs> I mean, oh. if, I'd have to honestly, rewatch. I'd have to rewatch. Dude, it. We're 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 already like six episodes in in the first season, and we're like, eh, we're not too far off from this shit. To be, I mean, because I mean, like, trust me, my brother and I always compared a lot of TV moms to. To our mother and stuff. Sure, and, I mean, know, you can't, especially when you're into something as a kid. You now, granted, is my wife like the mom from Malcolm in the Middle? No, by I won't say exactly how her expectations and how she does a few things. Oh, by yes, so close. But also, I I compare my wife to um, Beverly Goldberg from the Goldbergs as well. So, schmoopy, <laughs> schmoopy, but. It's one of those things because, again, watching that show, you appreciate it just for the time, but it's an old enough show now, and Logan is getting old enough where we'll put it on, say, like, while we're eating dinner, because we're one of those families. We like to watch a TV show or just something just to have background noise. Mm -hmm. So we'll put it on just to be like, because Jennifer and I are like, well, we'll just put it on. We know the show. We'll watch it. But at the same time, if we got to go do laundry or something, we can still do something else. Logan, I don't want to watch that show. Turn it on. Two minutes later, dead stare into the TV. Yeah. I'm just like, hey, man. Into the abyss hey of man. awesomeness. Hey, oh, exactly. Oh, dude, I forgot how much I love that show, too. Rewatching it after all this time. I fucking love that show. But for Logan just to be like, that show, blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden, he's just, he's getting to, he's at that close enough age now where he just, like, is getting sucked in it and can... You see his brain clicking. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> God. It's, man, these Richmond lagers are getting to me today. There you go. Woo. I'm glad I smelt that one. Yeah. Yeah, buddy. He loved it. Mom. <laughs> She's not around. He's touching me. <laughs> He's touching me. I'm not touching but you. I'm not touching you. My finger's just in your face. Yeah. I'm not touching yeah, you. Yeah, right. I'm not touching if, you. Yeah, a fraction of an inch from the face. Oh, dude, we're talking we're, talk, we're talking so. about centimeters. Centimeters. Oh, yeah. You you could if there was enough hair there, you could feel a hair and how close you could get <laughs> that finger, you know. Hey, hey, side side note, I have a question. You're oh, talking shit. about TV moms. Yeah. Favorite TV mom. Just top of your head. Don't think about it too hard. Wow. See, I'm, I'm, I'm just trying. You're debating in your head. Just no, let it go. Let per, it personally, to... well, I'm trying to remember all the shows. Don't just try to remember the mom that stood out the most. Don't try to remember the well, show. The but, show but, will come but, with but the see, mom. I'm, but see, I'm about to say Lois from Malcolm in the Middle only because I've been watching that, and I've already mentioned Beverly Goldberg. Yeah, it's fresh in your mind, right? That so that that's why I'm trying to go through the the great library mm-hmm. of you know the the shows over the, the fucking decades. I, can, I already have mine. I knew mine's, mine has never changed in my life. I've always thought there was just one. Now, Beverly Goldberg, definitely at the top. Uh, she, that is a, that yeah. role uh, for, um, I, I can't remember the pronounce her name, but Wendy, um, I, I'll have to look it up. I apologize. Yeah. But if well, you've well, ever come across this, I butchered your name. I apologize. I'll get it right next time. But playing Beverly Goldberg, role of a lifetime, and also... I can watch that show. It, it literally, it's like syndication in my mind. Like I can just sit there and Dude, watch that, it over that and over show, and over. That show for, like, because you know that, and which we'll we'll name drop. Oh, we'll name drop Wendy as well 
For sure. I mean, there, there's plenty of people. I may have to do where I actually do a second post to, to, to name drop the people we've talked about tonight. Um, but the Goldbergs hit close to us because, unfortunately, they're in their last season as well. No, not yet. Uh, yeah, they are. They've already announced it. When? They're, they're, For not, they're not having a season 10? No, I don't think so. No! Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I redlined the fuck out of that. Really? Yeah. Well, they're, they're approaching the end of the 80s. They, they um, are. Adam is about to go to college, and I don't know. Like, I guess they kind of have. I mean, listen, almost 10 seasons. It's an amazing run. I mean, you got to think about it because, they, like, for t- almost 10 years, I mean, that's where I think the, the their spinoff show didn't work very well, even though we have, we enjoyed it. Actually, I, I thought it was I schooled was 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 very good. I, was I really good, wish it, but but it didn't have it's still. But you got a couple seasons. It, it did, um, yeah, but I think part of it, um, part of the reason why it ended too was a uh, quarantine was COVID. Oh, wait, it was it it's was a, sort of a double whammy. It's Mindy, uh, Wendy uh, McLendon. McLendon Covey is her yeah. last name. It's a hyphen. Which and of course, you, you, if you don't know the Goldbergs, go watch Reno Nine One One. Yes, you know. You know what? You know what? Watch that. Watch Reno Nine One One first. And then watch. And the, then watch Goldbergs. You want to talk about a fucking head flip of like characters? Holy shit! I I have had the biggest crush on her through Reno. I was like, you were so hot, and just like, <laughs> and like just like you know, and respectively, like just like. Beautiful, like thick in the right, like but commanding at the same time. I was like, you're just awesome. Like I have so hots for you. And then she's Beverly Goldberg, and I was like, I don't know how yeah, I feel. There, there, there's too much. Like, I want to. I want to find you super hot, but like you're comforting but, now and crazy, well, crazy comforting. I'm, but I mean, she cooks with and puts cheese in everything. Everything is parm. Which, well, I mean, like, yeah. Well, see, yeah, I, I mean, grew. I mean, I grew up with an Italian mom, so I mean, I mean, if there wasn't cheese right. on something. Uh, something was wrong. I ate a lot of pizza, a lot of pasta. Fair enough. I'm going to tell you what. My favorite TV mom, top off the top of my head, is going to be Harriet Winslow from Family Matters. And I'll tell you why. Because in my heart, I always knew watching it, and that's, uh, her exact name is... Uh, uh, I was jo- thinking of her, too. Joe Marie Payton. Yeah. It's her real name. And not only was she wonderful on that show, it, she exuded a strength and a kindness um, while being a badass. And that For is sure. really hard to do. And it always reminded me of my mom. My mom, my mom was like Fair that. Enough. She still is, you know, think, you know, the, the universe to these days that she's still here that, uh, she always exuded that. It was like, yeah. I could be strong and you can go fuck yourself, but I'm kind and I have compassion. Right. Uh, and so that's that. That is something that I always felt, and whenever I watch that right. show, I always like I see Harriet Winslow, and it just reminds me of my mom. Well, see, and I and I get that, and that's also why even Lois from Malcolm in the Middle kind of sticks out as well. I mean, it really does. Well, that could be any mom on a bad day, but but that that was oh my god, the similarities to <laughs> our mom though, for real. But but see, the total like because you again a, a little bit of our history. Is that my dad traveled a lot when we were younger, so there were times. Now, granted, by the by our teen years, for the most part, he was no longer traveling. So, okay, the time frame is off a little bit. But my mom ran everything. 
mm-hmm. my mom kind of still does run everything. Even though there's no children in the house, right. <laughs> she's she's the fucking she, pit. she is still commandant. Yeah, she's the pit yeah. boss, right? Yeah, but the way, but again, the same thing with the same way with Harriet Winslow from Family Matters was total like I'm running this ship and I'm going to run a tight ship and I'm going to scream and yell. Do this, this, this. well, no, that but 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 those little golden nuggets of you deserve this or. You get your time here because yeah. I am gonna back you well, up. Well, that was the beauty. You know? That was the beauty with 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 her character was that actually Carl was the one. Where I feel like some days that I'm like raising my voice too much. You know, I'm loud. I'm yeah. boisterous. I'm I have a presence. So I uh, so when I'm frustrated, or I'm like you know yelling like get get out of my house, Steve. Like that sort of like that's where his character was. All yeah. the time. She was the one that didn't need to yell. She didn't need to scream because she right. came in and went, what? Yeah. And he's like, and and, and, and put his ass the, in his the, place. The mom look, the mom stance. Exactly. The, the I'm in charge. I actually run yeah. this house. Now, she, she could get, uh, the character I, I, I know yelled and got mad sometimes, and, and every parent does, yeah. and my yeah. mom did too. But, you know, in, in those certain times where it was like, my, my fucking presence and the look on my face... Should change your goddamn reality right now, or I'm going to change it for I'm you. I'm about to shit my <laughs> exactly. pants, and I'm just going to go to my room and shut my right. fucking mouth. Is exactly. basically what it, what it came down to. Well, see, and that goes back totally full circle to one of our previous episodes where we we talked about the TGIF shows, and that's how we grew up, man. I mean, look, TGI, and, TGIF uh, was well, see, was a and, and if you look at the oh, when, when was Malcolm in the Middle? I cannot remember the time frame, but it wasn't long after. I mean, I think I was a little bit more either later teens or into like very early adult by Malcolm in the Middle, mm-hmm. but so much of it still resonated. It was just a good update to what TGIF had done years prior. That's true. So. I mean, Malcolm in the Middle was definitely one of the 2000 that started. Okay. Yeah, it started in 2000. So, a very, a very, I was barely in my 20s when Malcolm in the Middle, and that show still resonates with me as growing up and how I grew up, even though it was a completely different decade in time. You know? Lois Wilkerson was the mom's name. Okay. Or, oh, Jane, no, Jane. Jane, uh, Kaz... Kazmarek is her actual name. Yeah, and we I I apologize. I know we we're horrible about butchering the names, but I I've Oh fuck it everybody. I I know, but still. I've man, I and we definitely got to write this down to the name the name drop uh post is going to be heavy this this episode, That's man. That's right. You're going to have to hashtag so, your ass off. Uh not even just hashtag, actually tag, man. I'd like to tag people. I don't hashtag. I mean, I'll hashtag enough, but and I, I think hashtagging is a good point to where we need to start wrapping up. If we're, That's pretty if we're, if we're just talking about hashtagging and what we're doing on social media, it is time to wrap up here. It's time to go to bed because we started this tired. Yes. And I'm going to guarantee you we're going to finish it tired. Yes. Uh, so really, we're just hyped up on our own shit at the moment to we like are talk because and speak. It makes sense. Lo- Wait. Oh, oh, we didn't shoot. do the one fucking moon night. You want a geek father moment? Oh, We're gonna give you a geeky. This is, and you know what? Parenting aside, as a father, I love my life, and as a geek, I love a lot of shit. This and as a geek really... father, I love, I love, I love. 
being a nerd or geek on some things and being surprised as well. I have never read a Moon Knight comic. I didn't. Okay. I knew basically nothing about. I had read some. I've yeah. never read shit. Um, I got some background in um, information from my friend, uh, friend Ron Kamardi, uh, who's who's big into it, and another uh, another one of my friends um, who's also a really really big into Moon Knight. It's like probably okay. one of his more favorite characters besides Galactus, um, and they kind of gave me a breakdown. And sure. I, I want to real quick. This show is fucking insane. The character yes. is legitimately crazy to an extent. Split personality. Uh, split personalities. Um, yeah. In it's bad enough to have two personalities in your head. It's 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 even worse to have a third one who's not even part of you. I mean, you're its avatar. Right. And so, if for anyone doesn't know, very very quick ten second breakdown. The story revolves around a guy. Who's got multiple personalities? One personality is Mark Spector, and he's basically a mercenary. The other one is Stephen Grant, yeah. and he's sort of like uh, he's like a Brit, and he's a nerd. Where Mark Spector's an American, very brainy, yeah, yeah. very brainy, and Mark Spector is an American. Stephen, is, Stephen yeah. Grant's the the nerd, right? Uh, and and amongst those two personalities, only one of them can control Moon Knight, which is essentially the avatar for uh, for Kanchu. Which is the uh, Egyptian, Egyptian goddess of the, a god of the moon, right? Right. So it evolves around a lot of Egyptian, which I love. I love Egyptian mythology. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so it, it's a lot of the movie is him arguing with himself, and it's done so well that yeah. um, you watched the last last night's episode. Yes. Okay. Yes. So and no, this is a spoiler alert. If you have not watched Moon Knight, just get the fuck off now. In episode t- <laughs> in episode two. Had one of the best scenes I have seen in a movie in a long time, or in a TV show. Right. And with a character, with Jim Carrey-style uh, body control. And essentially, it is a Egyptian jackal called to our, to that realm, Earth realm reality, um, by Emmett's, Emmett's uh Avatar. Well, Ethan Hawke is Ethan the villain, Hawk is the villain know, so. but it's Amon's avatar. That's who he is in the movie. Right. Um, calls an Egyptian jackal. Now, the jackal can't be seen by anybody besides him. He can see it because he's he's uh, Kunshu's avatar. Right. So there is this massive chase with this jackal through through the streets where nobody can see it and shit's falling over and you know it, it, it and glass is breaking and he's getting like thrown around and thrown against the bus and he's getting his ass kicked and there's nothing there so you know, for filming that it was a fucking 100% him like yeah they're more or less acting that i was about to say there there isn't a for what's really cool is that this is not heavy cgi from what we've seen no. so far i bet you they saved a shitload of budget by going Hey, uh, do you think you can just beat kick your own ass uh, and for a minute? We, we may hook a wire to a leg or something, and that's about right, it. Right, we'll flip yeah. you up and down. Right. Um, and, and, and basically, we're just going to throw you against shit. Uh, but when we don't have that, we're going to need you to do it to yourself. Right. And he did it so perfectly that... Um, I was I was actually I I rewatched it twice in a row because that scene because it was so good. Yeah, now the question is, do do we think that was actually Oscar Isaac, or was that the stunt double? Uh, well, from what I understand, what I could find uh, 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 on onto the internet, 
the, the winter webs, because uh, uh, I internet well, is that <laughs> is the most I could find was that it was him. Okay. Uh, I think for the uh, some of the like more more dangerous stuff was probably a stunt double, but sure. also his brother um, had st- stood in for him. On 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 quite a few things. Oh yeah, I've, I've actually I've heard about that. Like not just this series, but other like movies he's done and stuff like that. Well, as that well, that so. too. But I didn't know any of that shit until reading up on it. But I know that for this particular role, he had a lot of that. So I just wanted to geek out on that for a fucking second because it Fair was enough. awesome. And I can't wait to share it with my daughter. Uh, which, by the way, yeah. we're going to see Sonic Two tomorrow. I'm excited, and I know she's super excited. And yeah. that's just going to make for an awesome experience. Because uh, I'm pretty sure it's going to be great. So I'm done nerding out. I'm fucking tired. I'm old. I want to go to bed. So a nice old man tangent to wrap up the episode <laughs> there from Mr. Smash. Guys, but thank you very much. Uh, again, we just basically needed a, our, a release episode. We're going way off the cuff, like we mentioned. Oh, yeah. We, it's like and, pulling that protective plastic off. That's the release. The, right. I just don't start moaning again, please. Okay. Oh, God. <laughs> anyway. But, guys, thank you very much for bearing with us. And sometimes that's all the parenting needs is just to be able to let off the steam, vent a little bit. And that's exactly what we do here on The Geek Fathers. And don't forget that we're also here to help you with that. If, if you just need a good ear, a shoulder to cry on anything, uh, the Geek Fathers are here for that. We are uh, one tribe, one community for sure. Uh, times are, are are not the, still the easiest, but the, some things do look better, and we're still working towards others. So uh, just what, what else can I be other than cliche of just keep your chin up, keep, take a breath, and one keep step the faith. at a time? Yeah. yeah. Keep the faith, uh, keep the hope, and, um, you know, I mean – what else can you really say? Yeah. If you are really one of those people, too, I'm going to make a horrible segue. I'm calling out all my segues tonight, by the way, too. But if it helps you feel any better, if you go to gypodcast.com, not only to listen to our episodes and other episodes of the different shows on the GY network, go see our friends at T Public. That's right. Uh, buy the merch, buy all the fun designs that Hobbit puts up. And our new clothes we, make me feel better. It's very, very true. And a nice, crisp new shirt, T-shirt. Right. Uh, whatever it may be, a new coffee mug to help you get started in the morning with that fresh cup of joe. However it works, guys, we've got designs. Um, we were even working some more tonight on designs as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I promise, I'm, I'm hoping that we can finalize a couple things um, to get them at least one out by summertime is yes. what I'm pushing for. And unfortunately, again, time of parenting and just making sure we get all the right stuff together is all that. Uh, we do. We still have a special guest that is working on a design for us as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm going to actually, I got to email and confirm about that very, very soon. And guys, just thank you. Uh, we're all part of the community. Hopefully you guys have still been enjoying yourselves. I know we've, we talked about galaxy con and such last time. Some of the kids are, getting ready to end spring break and we'll definitely be connecting more uh what was it we got to plan out our summer you know get ready for our summertime episode oh there's so much uh, there's so much going and, on and different things but i mean we should Just the first real summer back from a pandemic true. so far unless so far something else fucking pops uh, up don't uh, no no i'm not gonna do it nah, I mean, you know what i'm not gonna get negative 
I'm going to stay positive. There you go. Posicore. Yeah, I'm all over that. I'm all over that hope. There you go. All over it. Face, neck, and chest. So, <laughs> and we go full circle back to Kevin Smith. That's right. On that, we love guys. you, Kevin. We do. And, guys, so thank you very much. We're rambling way too much. And so we'll cut it off here, guys. We love you. One tribe. Take care of each other. Just don't forget to join us. Or cry. In a world of blockbuster movies, there's another dimension. The dimension of schlock cinema. Join us at Beautiful Disasters on a journey into the fringe territory of B-movie abandon. We review the flicks that are forgotten or underappreciated to give them a proper place in the annals of celluloid history. I'm the Groots. F you, Hunter. Your guides at Beautiful Disasters. Come along with us for a fun ride. May May the the schlock be with you. GUIPodcast.com.